0: and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast. My
1: name is Andy Spiteri,
0: joined as always by
1: Dakota Lasky. Dak, we're a week away
0: from E3. Can you Sheesh. believe it?
1: Yeah, man, I can't believe it. I'm excited. I don't think I've been this excited for an E3 in, in quite a while, man. So, oh. yeah, I'm excited for it, dude. Um, I'm trying to think of what, you know, there's there's a lot, like, going on. and I, uh, I'm fully, finally vaccinated as of last saturday it's been two weeks since my second dose yeah so i'm i'm fully 5g'd up which is cool so um have that going for me i signed up for my first smash bros major in a very long time uh ceo happening in florida uh, this december so that it sold out like it it filled up like immediately so i'm glad i got my spot um what else i just picked up luigi's mansion 3 for my switch as i finish up tropical freeze
0: isn't that an amazing game? Or maybe you haven't played it yet, but that ha- game is so good.
1: Yeah, so, well, I have played it, like, a portion of it, uh, but I haven't played, like, the actual... Like, I haven't owned it and then played it. I played, like, bits and pieces of it. Um, but, yeah, it's very good. And I'm really enjoying Tropical Freeze, and I know Luigi's Mansion 3 is going to be good because, like I said, I've touched it before, I've played it before, and obviously it's gotten really good reviews. Um, I think what really got me to get it was, like, I really wanted to get it for a while, but then I saw it sold, like, almost, like, 10 million copies for the Switch. I I didn't know it's the 12th best-selling Switch game, which was surprising to me because I feel like, I mean, Luigi's Mansion is hype, but I, I, I didn't know that, like, it would still do that well these days because it hasn't been that consistent of a franchise over the past two decades but i mean i was very i was happily surprised and i'm like you know what i want to be one of those 10 million sign me up so that's my next game but yeah other than that i've got i mean a bunch going on and obviously looking forward to e3 less than a week i can't wait so yeah um i'm doing good man how you doing andy
0: uh i'm doing great and you know what when you're when you're playing Luigi's Mansion Three, that was a day one purchase for me. I had such a good time. Be on the lookout for that Metroid Prime Federation Forest poster in the movie level oh, in boy. The Luigi's Mansion. Can't uh, wait. Take a screenshot of that when you see it. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, I I feel like I haven't really been playing a whole lot lately, to be honest. I uh, I finished up New Pokemon Snap, so that mm-hmm. was that was kind of a nice game for what it was, you know. Um, but other than that, I I feel like I haven't really been. And playing a whole lot uh i i feel like i'm just like i'm waiting i'm waiting for the big event i haven't been this excited for an event since way back in 2017 when uh, the nintendo had their their switch presentation when that legendary breath of the wild trailer came out at the end like i i feel like this is as hype this event coming up e3 for me as that was back then i'm gonna do a little plugging here for myself, Dak, if you don't mind. Um, go for it. Over on the Zelda side of my podcast, Endeavors, the Champions Cast, we've actually just started a Twitch channel. Uh, usually we, we've we been using Zelda Dungeons Twitch channel, but we started our own, and we're going to be live streaming some reactions to the um, to the Direct. So that is over on twitch.tv slash Champions Cast. Uh, if you go follow our channel, you're going to be entered to win uh, some Zelda swag, uh, some t-shirts, courtesy of Zelda Dungeons. So... Literally, this costs you nothing. So go go over and follow. We've already smashed what we hoped to achieve for our day one follower count. So thank you to everybody. But yeah, that's uh, that's something that uh, that I'm getting into uh, on the Zelda side of things, and and we're we're gonna be using that channel to uh, to do some fun stuff over the next couple of months and uh, and onward. So that's gonna be cool. But um, yeah, by the time you guys are listening to this, by God, we are one week away. From E three. I am like I, I'm so I'm so ready. I'm so, pumped, ready. I'm so I'm ready. ready.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I can't wait.
0: And and like we were we were chatting before we before we got going here. And you know, you're you're so we're gonna lay down some E three predictions this episode. You're yep. really optimistic. I'm maybe not as optimistic, but I still feel really positive, really optimistic. I feel like something has to happen. Not only for Metroid, but like Just, I feel like there's going to be some big, big stuff for Nintendo at this E3. So I am, I'm ready just to get going here. Let's talk about what we think we're going to see. So the way that we broke this down, Dak, is we're going to do some predictions that kind of center around Metroid, uh, what we think that we're going to see for Metroid. We're going to do some predictions just in general, what we think Nintendo is going to have. And I think we might throw in some other companies and stuff too, but mostly Nintendo um, and then we asked you guys, the listeners, what you thought uh, was realistic to see at E3. We asked you guys over on the Omega Metro Discord. We asked you guys over on Twitter, and we're gonna read off some of those um, some of those predictions and weigh in on what uh, what you guys suggested. So I mean, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Uh, if you are, Dak.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm I'm super ready to go. We got some good predictions. And yeah, like you were saying, I, I guess I'm a little more optimistic. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm trying to it's maybe it's not optimism. It's more like I'm trying to will these games into existence. <laughs> I'm trying to put the energy out there. Maybe if I believe Take in it them, till you make it exactly yeah. you know, if I, if I believe in them, then maybe it'll it'll come true. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to I haven't read everybody else's predictions either. I was trying to stay fresh on those. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and what you're thinking can't wait to share my thoughts and then looking forward to see what all of our listeners out there are thinking for for E3 2021 which is I mean gonna be definitely the biggest gaming event in such a long time Uh, it feels like you know nature's healing a little bit when you have you know Nintendo and Microsoft you know presenting at E3 of all these other big companies presenting Uh, it feels good to be back in, in a in somewhat of a way
0: it just feels good to like be in a in a cycle where you're just like, okay, I think there's going to be some news or like some, some happenings to talk about here yeah, on exactly. this show on, and like, you know, on the Zelda side for me. Um, so it just feels good that there's like that buzz. I got my, my E3 credentials approved. So I've, I've Ooh, kind of been, uh, that's a
1: good feeling, man. Is that first time for you?
0: Uh, no. So Zelda no? dungeon usually covers <laughs> I, I E3 and and, and, and we go in and we, we do our thing and, uh, uh, you know, but this year feels a little bit different. Cause like, usually like, I don't go to E3. My, we, we have a guy that lives in LA, so he usually just goes mm-hmm. to E3, but this year it's like, it's kind of cool. Cause like, um, I'm not going, but no one else is going too. So like, I, I feel like I'm on the same low tier as everyone else. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go here. I'm fired up. Dak, do you want to go first for a Metroid well, prediction? Yeah. Or you know, do I, I need actually, to kick it off?
1: I actually had a question for you before, we even kicked this off before we get into any okay. predictions just a general kind of question for you um <clears throat> how where where are you on on this in terms of e3 leaks and spoilers do you like to spoil yourself beforehand do you go leak hunting before no. or do you like to, okay you like, because i go leak hunting i don't know about you but i type in e3 leak into my google search bar On my browser, like almost every day now, I think, because I I want information so badly. But you, that you're not like that.
0: No, um, I I won't ignore a leak if I see it. Like there's there's been some rumor, like I mean this Metroid game, this two D Metroid game, that's been a rumor forever, right? But like, right. I I feel like for me, the the biggest like the biggest moments from E three are the ones that took me completely by surprise. Where like they had that Breath of the Wild two trailer, I never thought that was coming, or like. When Ridley showed up in Ultimate, mm-hmm. I just like did not see that coming. Whereas like some of the other stuff it it's just kinda like it's kinda like, okay, like uh you know what I, I, I've read about that and it took a little bit of the luster out. Like when um when Smash for Wii U was coming out, they had the roster leak and it was kinda like, Yeah, you know what, Duck Hunt Dog would have actually been kind of a cool surprise, but now that I know he's here it's just kinda like, eh, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think it depends on what the content is, right? Because, right, for Duck Hunt, you're like, okay, whatever. I think for me, like, with Ridley, for example, I wanted Ridley in the game so badly that I didn't care about the, like, lack of a surprise because it was leaked before E3 that he was going to be in the game. But you still don't know if that leak's going to be true. You, know, you still have to, like, wait for the actual confirmation that uh, that's actual real information so yeah when i read the 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 leak it got me really excited because like oh my god like this actually could be happening so it really wasn't more so like the surprise it was more so the actual f- coming you know the call the the coming to fruition of what i wanted so i had that kind of leak um i was like oh i was so happy to see that whereas like something like duck hunt or some other leaks like yeah i guess it kind of deflates it but at the same time, my memory sucks a lot of the time, so like I like see a leak and I'm like, oh, that's awesome, and then I forget, <laughs> and then I can see it again as it gets revealed, I'm like, oh yeah, this is awesome, and it ha- it's happening. <laughs> so uh, but that's just me, but yeah, I was just, I was curious how you feel in that because I don't know. I, the closer and closer I get to E3, I just can't help myself, but I like I I just want to know what's going to happen, and then even if I know what's going to happen, I still feel like I enjoy the reveal because I want to actually see with my own eyes, which is different than just getting the information. So I don't know. I was just curious and what you thought on that but now i yeah, guess it's i like, think that's fair asked I, you. I don't like yeah
0: yeah i i don't like um dislike them necessarily i i think if i if i can i'd like to be surprised but you know i mean if i read ahead of time that you know for example ridley is going to be in in super smash bros ultimate i you know i'm not mad that's still uh yeah awesome
1: exactly moment. yeah so
0: yeah um all right well speaking of ridley speaking of e3 that was one of the more iconic e3 moments for metroid what uh let's have you kick us off dak give us a big metroid prediction
1: all right big metroid prediction so i mean i guess i guess this is kind of two predictions but no i guess i'll stick to one like i'm definitely i definitely think that we're going to see metroid 5 not only revealed but we're going to see trailer and gameplay and it's going to get its own uh, treehouse segment followed by a release later this year boom Right there, print it. Prediction I, I for Metroid Five, oh, okay. <laughs> I agree.
0: I, I, so I don't. I'm not gonna boldly claim that it's gonna be Metroid Five. I think it's possible. It's a fusion remake or a Super Metroid remake or something. I think that we're gonna see a new 2D Metroid that Mercury Steam has been working on. Um, I think that it is going to be announced. There's gonna be a trailer, and that it's gonna release in either September or October. Like I think it's coming soon.
1: Yep, I definitely agree with that. I, I'm pretty confident that it is a Metroid or a, a fusion sequel. I'm gonna go that. I'm gonna go a step further and say that's my prediction. It's not just any two D Metroid. It is specifically Metroid Five. I think you know. I think they're gonna do it. I know that there's still the you know the opportunity for them to do, you know, a Super Metroid remake, a fusion remake, or a prequel, whatever. But and you mentioned Mercury Steam. Uh, personally, I don't really know. Or I mean, as long as someone's making a two D Metroid, I'm down. But it most likely is Mercury Steam, and I don't think they're gonna do back to back remakes. I don't like. I don't think that they would do that, like in terms of just like the scope of the franchise. But I also don't think like the development team would want to work on two remakes. I think they want to work on like an original, more original game. So even if it is a sequel, it'd still be more original than a remake. So I I I think if it is a Mercury Steam game, we're definitely gonna see a Metroid Five rather than a remake. Um, I mean, I guess it could be a prequel or it could be something else. But I would like to think that someone wants this Metroid Fusion sequel as bad as we do. So I'd like to think that that's what it is. But I, I will go as far as to say that it is Metroid 5 and not just any other 2D Metroid. All
0: right, all right. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be that bold. But I, I am going to say definitively releases. You know, I'll I'll be bold. I think the game comes out in September. September. Comes out in September pretty much exactly like Samus Returns did.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they're gonna do the Samus Returns playbook with it, except I would think the difference is number one, it's on the Switch, and that immediately just completely makes it way better than it being on like the last year of the 3DS. And second, I think by virtue of being on the Switch, they might actually market it properly. Um, But
0: it'll be on the show.
1: It'll be on. It'll be also. Well, yeah, it'll be on the show. That's also that true too. Is that like Samus Returns was pretty much like relegated to the Treehouse. I do think that they're gonna reveal it like during the direct show off a cool trailer that has gameplay involved. And then they'll show us some more during the treehouse segment.
0: Uh, Yeah, I am with you. I could totally see that happening. I totally could. Um, Okay. I have a prediction here and maybe it's not a, it's not like a a sexy prediction necessarily, but it's, it's one that is so kind of sad that I feels like, (laughs) I feel like it's worth acknowledging. I feel like Nintendo will acknowledge Metroid's 35th anniversary I feel like it's a pretty safe bet to say that they are going to acknowledge Zelda and that 35th anniversary I think that they will acknowledge Metroid's anniversary and I think that they'll do so by producing some 35th anniversary amiibo so maybe that is amiibo that is like tied to this new 2d Metroid game Uh, maybe it's just you know how Zelda kind of has its line of amiibo that came out they have like a million different link amiibo um, I think they? that Metroid is, is going to do the same thing. Maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's, it's you know, Samus from Prime or from Fusion or from whatever, or maybe it is specifically about whatever this new game happens to be. But I think that Nintendo will acknowledge the anniversary and I think that there will be some Amiibo to celebrate it.
1: Okay, okay. There's a little bit to unpack here because I'm going to save the first part of this for a for second because I have a, I have a reply to that. But first, on the Amiibos... Hmm. I don't know. I feel like Nintendo's reluctant to make any kind of Metroid merchandise. So, like, I can't ever, like, predict they're m- making more Metroid amiibo. Like, they barely make the ones that exist now. I think, like, that Metroid one, like, the Samus Returns amiibos are, like, they don't make them. And are they're, like, mad expensive. So... I don't know. I I feel like Metroid needs like more games. I mean, I guess it would make sense if they're making more games that want to have amiibos to supplement that. So like, yeah, I guess I can see that. I don't know if I would see it at the same scale as Zelda, just because like it's it, that's Zelda. Like Zelda, they're just gonna make amiibos of whatever from that game. Like any Zelda character is more important to any Metroid, more important than any Metroid character as far as Nintendo is concerned. But on the second point, I I definitely think that they're gonna acknowledge the thirty fifth anniversary. And I think they're going to acknowledge the 35th anniversary, and this is part of my next prediction, is that they're going to release both Metroid 5 this year and they're going to release Metroid Prime Trilogy on Switch. Which will also come out later this year around the same time as Metroid 5. Um, I think that will be their celebration of Metroid, is the release of those two games around the same time during holiday season. Um... I, I really think, like, the strength of, like, you know, the Fusion Prime release back in the day was still pretty big. And I feel like Nintendo still kind of is aware of that. And I think that would be a really great, like, lead into, like, in, you know, Metroid Prime 4 if we have both Metroid Prime Trilogy and a new 2D Metroid available on the Switch. Like, that would be a great way to get more people into Metroid. And I feel like Nintendo might be seeing it the same way too so i think that's how they're going to celebrate the 35th anniversary and you might want to comment on whether or not that's the celebration or if you think that's even going to happen at all but i do think that like releasing trilogy and a metroid 5 sometime this holiday season around the same time is very likely
0: all right here we go call me debbie one of my next prediction was we will not see the metroid prime trilogy at this e3 i don't think that we're going to see it it's not going to release this year I do think that it's still going to release. I think it's going to happen. It makes sense that it happens. But to me, it, it doesn't make sense to to have the dual release. I know that they did that once and it was successful. I just don't see it happening again. Um, especially because both games would be on the Switch. I think that that was a little bit more successful or, and more like more uh, feasible when you had two different platforms. But I, I just don't see the two Metroid games coming out in the same time for the Switch. Thus... I don't see Metroid Prime Trilogy coming out this year because the rest of the year is kind of already packed um, with releases. Thus, I don't see them showing it because that's a that's not a game that's being shown or, or being released rather within the next six to nine months, like Nintendo had said. So, I don't think that we're going to see this game. It, this is a game to me that makes sense to show off in like a Nintendo Direct, kind of similar to how Skyward Sword HD was shown off. And a, again, to me, this is a game that makes more sense to kind of release when the road to metroid prime 4 becomes real and we have like a definitive kind of or not us but like nintendo has like a date in their head it's like okay this game's coming out i don't know whatever holiday 2023 we're we're put, we're gonna put out the trilogy in holiday 2022 um so i i do not think that we will see metroid prime trilogy uh for the switch unfortunately
1: no i i definitely disagree with that i mean first of all at this point if they don't release metroid prime trilogy this year then just like don't even release it like who cares like if, like they've waited so long if they really wait another year it's so unnecessary I, and and you're talking about like the road to metroid prime 4. holiday 2021 as far as i'm concerned is definitely part of that road whether it comes out in late 2022 or it comes out in early 2023 which i think is a pretty likely window we can get into that in a bit um I think that's exactly what they would want to do. Holiday 2021, you establish even more of a Metroid install base on the Switch by releasing, or you know, maybe Metroid 5 comes out or, like, Metroid Prime Trilogy comes out in September and then, like, Metroid 5 comes out in November or whatever. Like, yeah, they, they, the dual release worked on the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube separate systems, but those two, like, the Switch has such a huge install base where I still think you can do that dual release. I don't think you're going to be eating into the like it's not going to cannibalize itself there are two different styles of games one of those kinds of games are older ports so some people might not get it because they've already played it before or they might be more interested in Metro five or they might get both because maybe the metroid prime trilogy is cheaper because they might release it that way uh Ah, like I yeah right I mean, I definitely, well, I don't know, but I'm just, like, I definitely think, like, they could absolutely release those two games around the same time, and it really wouldn't cannibalize itself. I don't think Nintendo stops itself from releasing many Mario and Pokemon games of different styles throughout the year, just because other Pokemon and Mario games came out recently. Like, I they, they still space it out a bit, and I think Metroid could use a nice, quick boost in games available on the Switch. Why, like, why waste any time? Metroid Prime Trilogy's not gonna sell... Uh, Five million copies. Probably sell one, two million copies. Just get it out on the Switch, and then Metroid Five will probably put a a make you know have way more sales. You get those two combined, create a solid fan base on the Switch, which Metroid really doesn't have at the moment, and that'll you know have that cultivated for like a year or so, and then you release Metroid Prime Four. That's how I would do it. I feel like that makes the most sense. I don't see why they would wait any longer. Metroid Prime Trilogy, I think, becomes way more redundant the closer you release it to metroid prime 4 rather than later or like farther away let people enjoy the metroid prime trilogy and let that marinate on people and then in the metroid prime 4 rather than having metroid prime trilogy come out just before prime 4 and people forget about it like i feel like that kind of deflates the whole purpose why wait this whole time just to have it thrown under the rug because prime 4 comes out within the same year or within six to eight months so i think if you gave people a year or so to enjoy these two new Metroid games before Metroid Prime Four comes out. You even have even more of an opportunity to sell even more copies when that bigger Metroid game does release. So that's how I would do it. That's how I think they would do it. That makes the most sense to me. That's what I would want to see. So I, boom.
0: I got that. That doesn't make any sense to me. I, I think you're romanticizing the the dual release a little bit, but because you know, because you're asking people to choose at that point. They're not. How is if that? If how is that asking them, them to choose? Well, hold on. Hold on. If you release a 2D Metroid in September, when do you plan to release Metroid Prime Trilogy this year?
1: You release it in like November, December. That's two or three months.
0: So you're, you're basically releasing two Metroid games on top of each other. But they're other t- completely them, different. are giving them reason to breathe. They're that's, completely that's, different, but they're, they're completely still different. Metroid games. You're but they're still completely different people, kinds of
1: games. They're completely different kinds of does, games.
0: It doesn't matter. They're still called Metroid games. and that's, that I, I, be, I think that uh,
1: matters because one is a style of 2D. Wait, it no, wait, wait. Let me finish. They're let me both finish. Metroid games. Let me finish. one. They're Okay, they're both Metroid games. You can call them whatever you want. One will be a 2d style of game that will appeal to a certain kind of player who might only play 2d games and there are metroid prime games or 3d games they're a completely different style there's a ton of people who play metroid 2d games who don't play the metroid fps and vice versa and there are people who might easily buy both their switch is selling a ton of copies has tons of sales and that's three months between that for two different kinds of games considering people buy different copies and different games of all different kinds of franchises throughout the months. I don't see why having different styles of I, games I spaced that out that between two or three months is, such is such a cannibalizing. Because, I don't, I because, that it is, makes because you're
0: releasing two. what, what other series has had two games release on top of each other for Nintendo switch and benefited. There's none except for, except for Pokemon, which is the same game. So I, I don't think that would happen. That wouldn't make good business sense. I, I think you're romanticizing the dual release, which only worked because they were on separate consoles. It, you don't, I, I, that that would not that would not work on the Nintendo switch. And, and if, you, on, put, if on, you put if you put a 2D Metroid on on the Game Boy Advance and put a 2D Metroid on the GameCube, they would have
1: cannibalized each other, but they didn't hold, hold because they're different let styles. Finish, let me finish.
0: Let me finish. You had your turn. Let me finish. You're releasing these two games that share the same series. You're trying to establish this series on the Nintendo switch and you're not you're gonna confuse your audience like what is this series? Whereas if you space them out, and you give them a chance to get accustomed with Metroid. You know Okay, we played this 2D Metroid game. That's great. Uh, there's another Metroid game coming out a little bit later in the year. Maybe, let's say early 2022. That way we can kind of get a feel for what this other type of Metroid is. Um, I, I feel like if you're releasing them on top of each other, it just, you're asking people to pick. You know, you're coming up to holiday time you know, you're, you're releasing them, let's say September, October, November. A lot of people are buying presents by, and you know what, this has been a tough year for a lot of people. I don't think you're going to get the, the desired results that you want. I don't think that you're going to have people buying both of the games. It, it very, I don't think that's going to happen in a lot of cases. I think that people are going to choose one or the other. And I would be worried that you would make a 2D Metroid game seem lesser than because it's releasing opposite. Granted, these are old ports, but like Still, a more modern-looking FPS-style game. So I, I, just I mean, don't see that's it. Nintendo's
1: fault for releasing a new 2D Metroid that doesn't look as good as games that came out over a decade ago. That's not the consumer's fault. If they can't make a new 2D Metroid that looks better than old Metroid but you, games... But
0: you see what I'm saying? And it's, and it's not well, then don't release them on I'm September, October. The they could I'm do August, like-
1: December, maybe. Then, like, that's more than enough time. August, December. Or September, December. Or September, January, or whatever, right? Like, that's... It doesn't have to be right on top of each other. You could still space them out and have one still in 2021... Somewhat soonish, like the tr- like, for example, they could easily re- release the trilogy at the end of the summer in August and then release a new 2D Metroid in December. That's that's five months more than enough time, way more spaced out. And other Nintendo franchises have definitely released within five, six months of each other in the same like franchise, multiple games. So, like, okay, like, don't like what on the Switch, Mario. Mario games.
0: Okay, um, we're comparing Metroid to I'm Mario just, now? But what
1: I'm saying is that they actually... Come on! I'm not, I'm not comparing... Okay, dude, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if Nintendo tried to apply the same practices that they do with their other successful franchises, they might find the same success. Obviously, Mario is not as successful as Metroid. That's not what I'm saying, dude. I'm saying if they tried to release more Metroid games within a consistent frame time, like Mario, like Pokemon, then maybe maybe even Zelda games, maybe just maybe, Metroid might sell better. Metroid might seem more legitimate and more significant. Because there are more games coming out within a, a, a certain period of time. Obviously, Metroid I, is not. I think Mario. what
0: you're suggesting would detract from. Say, like, I I, let's, I, I let's don't. Just, let, let's agree to disagree because we've got a lot of other ground to cover here. Um, and I feel like this directly bleeds into our next prediction, right. which we have opposite uh, takes on here. So let's get let's get into it again, baby. Um, my next. I don't know if it's your prediction or mine, but I'm just going to go ahead here. My next oh, okay. prediction. We do not see Metroid Prime 4 at E3. It is not shown. There's no trailer. There's I could see maybe somebody saying, like, Metroid Prime 4 is still in development and going along very nicely. And that's kind of the introduction to their reveal of the 2D Metroid game. But I do not think that we are shown Metroid Prime 4. Particularly because the wording of the, the tweet from Nintendo um, when they announced this direct is... This will focus mostly on games coming out in the next I think they said six to nine months or maybe in twenty twenty one. They said in twenty twenty one, I think. Right. So I, I I mean I think we all can agree that Metroid Prime 4 doesn't come out in 2021. Um and I think that there's really only one game that they're gonna be showing off that doesn't come out this year that uh that it that is gonna be part of this presentation. Basically, let me ask this. I could I could I could see them saying like uh, we'll have more to share on Metroid Prime 4. And them going really ham with it next year at E3, I just don't think... I, you know, I think that holiday 2022 could be realistic. And maybe in that sense, actually, I could see, like, January, February, March for Metroid Prime Trilogy. But I just... I don't think that they're going to show off a game that um, is still, like, a good year and a half away at this E3. Especially if they're going to show off other Metroid. So that that is my prediction I know that people probably aren't going to like that, but uh, I feel like that is going to be the case, unfortunately.
1: Well, I don't know. I guess I don't have as much of a passionate opinion on this one (laughs) as as the last prediction, because I think I'm still in the boat of, like, Metroid Prime 4 will come out when it's ready, and, um, you know, I'd rather it take its time. That being said, I I do think that we are going to see Metroid Prime 4 E3 this year. I feel like it's just like it's it like it's ready like the hype i feel like it's at it's like at a peak right now the game has been sitting in development for mad long like even just putting aside the fact okay like development restarted in 2019 still been over two years since that it'll be two and a half years essentially since that development update as far as i'm concerned that's more than enough time to have something show about e3 and likely have a full game ready by end of 2022 i mean that's that's practically three years of development, which these days is is pretty on par for the course for AAA game development until you get into, like, the cyberpunk realm of stuff. At least for Nintendo games, they don't... I mean, I guess there are exceptions to that. I still think that they could at least show something within two years' time. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like, I'm not necessarily looking right. at it as, like, okay, the game might come out in 2022, 2022 therefore they're going to show something at E3 this year. I'm also thinking they've had two years' development time that's definitely enough time to at least have something to show even if they don't have a full working game yet so i feel like i mean again coming from a metroid fan perspective i still feel like if i was nintendo i'd want to like be shooting their load right now like give me as much metroid as possible like show me that metroid's super hype they're making a new 2d metroid they're bringing back ports they're making a new fps game blah blah, blah. show me all that at once that makes me feel like metroid's super hype and important so i feel like this is the perfect time to do that show off metric prime 4 i feel like they'll like this is my my prediction is that it'll have a reveal with mostly cinematics i guess or like pre-rendered stuff maybe some gameplay but like no treehouse segment and then i would i would assume i still think a, a holiday 2022 release is what we're gonna get for for prime 4 maybe early 2023 if it gets delayed again But I think they don't, I don't know if they want to like spend too much time on this game. You know, I don't, I don't think they want to release it again towards the end of the Switch's lifespan. I mean, in 2023, that'll be like, what, like six, seven years since the Switch have been released. Yeah. It'll be six. Yeah. I feel like 2022 has to be the absolute latest. they get this game out. Otherwise, like it's just going to again, be too late. So I hope it's at E3 this year.
0: Yeah, you know what? Um, What you're saying makes a lot of sense in that I I feel like there's probably something that they could show. Like, they could probably put together a trailer if they wanted to. Um, Because I bet bet you that they have enough to put together at least, like, a two-minute trailer. Something, yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know that they would. Because, like, I I don't know if you don't just save that for E3 uh, 2022. And E3 2022 is when I could see them being like, yo, let's sit down and play Metroid Prime 4, which hopefully has a uh, real name at that time and in, in place. My god, I'm sick of calling it Metroid Prime 4. We're, I, I like Metroid it Prime
1: it, 4. I want it to be called that. I, I, I hope they it call it Metroid name. Prime something. I, I hate just subtitle. The like, oh, sub- subtitles are always so corny. Cause like Subtitles are the way to go. I think subtitles are so corny. You don't call it Metroid <laughs> Prime 2 Echoes, you just call it Metroid Prime 2. You don't call it Metroid, you know Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, Metroid Prime 3. or Prime. Well,
0: they should have just called it Metroid it
1: Corruption. It already has, it has a, a subtitle. Title, anyway, we're it's called Prime.
0: we tangent here. I could see them sitting down and, and showing Metroid Prime Four gameplay at the treehouse in E 3 2022. I agree with I, that. obviously that's not gonna happen this year. Uh, no, we all know that. But I think we'll get a teaser I, I,
1: a more I think yeah, like I definitely agree that next year's E three will be like Metroid Prime Four's like like I bet you E three will be back in on like the show floor, so like they could probably have like all like people being able able to play Metroid Prime Four right, on right. like the show floor, like a hundred percent see that.
0: But I think it would have a cool booth, too. Yeah, like a yeah, cool presence 100%.
1: There. Like, maybe they recreate, like, I don't know, like an area from the game. They always do something like that. Um, so yeah. he,
0: there, are, there are two forces working uh, opposed to each other here, I feel like, for Metroid Prime 4. One is the force of it's Metroid's 35th anniversary and would be a great time to yes. show off Metroid stuff. The other force that opposes it is Nintendo hardly ever shows off stuff Uh, That is not ready to be released within, like, let's say, the next calendar year. Breath of the Wild. That's why they said mostly,
1: man. I think like if they were gonna say, like, I think if they were going to only show off twenty twenty one games and then Breath of the Wild two, which is not coming in twenty twenty one, I don't think they would have said that. I think they would have only show that. I think they would have just said we're only showing twenty twenty one games, and then at the end of the director, like, oh wait, we actually have a surprise. This isn't for twenty twenty one, but here you go, and then they show you Breath of the Wild two. That's definitely what Nintendo would do. Like, that's 100% how they play things. But I think they said it's mostly 2021 games because it's not just one 2022 game that they're showing off, and I'm 100% certain that that's Breath of the Wild 2, Splatoon 3, and Metroid Prime 4. I think that's those three, and then maybe another game we don't know about. But I I don't think that if it was just uh, Breath of the Wild 2 that they would say mostly. I think they just would have kept it a secret. They very, very, like... They made it very clear that they're showing off something that's not coming out anytime soon, and other than Breath, I don't think they would have done that just for Zelda. I think they have more than enough games that fit that bill to like make like an implication of that in the tweet. The tweet like that's very obvious, you know. So I don't think it's just Breath of the Wild 2. I think Splatoon 3 fits that bill. I think like a bunch of new games we don't know about could easily fit that bill, and obviously I think Metroid Prime 4 definitely fits that bill. And I think that's why they said that to include that game as well.
0: You know, um, I, I hope you're right. I, I don't think it's impossible what you're saying. I, I just feel like if there's, if there's opposing forces, the force of Nintendo doesn't show off games that are coming out within like the next, or that are not coming out within the next calendar year is a stronger force to me than them saying like, yeah, it's Metroid's 35th, but you know, I, I, I could be wrong and I hope I am wrong, obviously, cause I want to see something. Yeah. Um, and I and I don't think it's impossible what you're what you're saying. I I don't think it'll happen, but um... I would
1: agree if they hadn't already done it already. You know, if they hadn't already shown off Metroid Prime Four earlier than they were supposed to, then I would agree with you. But the fact that they've already done this once with the game makes me feel like they'll do it again. Like they had nothing to show in 2017, and they were willing to say something about it. I feel like if they have even a minuscule amount of something work to show for this game they're going to show it in some way if they were willing to do that four years ago. But that's just, I don't know, that's how you know I... You know
0: what? I could buy that. I I think I could buy that if you were selling that. I, I still, I'm going to bet against it because I, I think it's more likely that it doesn't happen, but I don't, I definitely don't think it's possible that it does happen. Um, Do you have any more Metroid predictions? Because we're kind of segueing into the Breath of the Wild 2 talk here, mm-hmm. and uh, this seems like a natural time to go over, but if we have any Metroid stuff, let's let's get it all uh... out now.
1: No, I think that I think that's it. I really do think that we're going to be surprised that Nintendo will actually acknowledge the 35th anniversary. And I think they're going to go all out and give us like all three games. I really I you know, I feel like that oh, as God. I say that, it sounds crazy and ridiculous it and ludicrous. it's not going to happen, but I just like if they don't do it, man, what are they doing? Like I don't I just feel like it makes like everything is li- like the planets are aligned. This is like the perfect like, this is the perfect time to, like, rejuvenate the franchise. Like, this is the moment in a week from now. And I would hope to think that they realize that and are t- looking at this the same way. This is
0: why people come away from E3 disappointed, Dakota. But, like, of, no, <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Like they
1: do, but, like, at the same time, though, like, I'm always wet counterbalancing this with, like, okay, but I have Halo coming up. So, like, <laughs> if I don't get the Nintendo games I want, I know I'm playing Halo at the end of the year. So, not really worried about it.
0: All right, well, let's let's go over to some just general Nintendo predictions here. Uh, I th- I think that this is a lock. But actually, funny enough, within the Zelda community, lots of people are on the fence about this deck. But I think that we are going to get... The show is going to end with Breath of the Wild 2, a new trailer. The subtitle is revealed. This releases March 2022.
1: All right. Well, uh, March 2022, yeah. I mean, I could see that. I definitely I don't know about the date but I definitely think they're showing it off this year. Uh, again, I I keep going back to this but I feel like it's been a, you know we had covid for a year. Obviously things aren't completely reopened yet but like we're having a little more of a normal E3 than like last year I don't even think it happened at all. So like I just feel like there there's like an opportunity there's so much like pent up energy in the industry and like excitement that I feel like companies are going to want to like take advantage of that. So like why wait to show off Zelda when you can show it off here. Like I don't think Nintendo would be involved in E3 if they weren't really going to be like putting their best foot forward and really show like pulling out all the stops here. And I think like when you think of those yep. things that could like really stop the show, Breath of the Wild 2 is exactly that game to do that. So, I feel like it's a 100% a call that it's I mean, obviously it's not guaranteed, but I would also put it up there very likely. The date, I don't know. Shocked. You're shocked that I think that?
0: No, no, no! I, I would be shocked if we did not see Breath oh. of the Wild 2. Yeah, for no, for God's sakes, give us a subtitle so we can stop calling it that.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I Breath <laughs> of the Sea, Breath of the Wild 2 is better. Yeah, that needs like a that needs. Oh, a... God! No, 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 no! I'm saying, I'm saying no. <laughs> that, I'm saying that's a better like thing to need a subtitle for. I didn't finish my sentence. Like oh, that. Okay. Like,
0: I, I thought you were about to tell me that that was a better name than like. Whatever no. it was going to be, like
1: Metroid Prime, I think is fine enough to just have a number next to it because I think the name itself works. But like Breath of the Wild is a little too long to like add, a, um, or like to have a number. I just feel like it's kind of awkward. I don't know, but that, I, maybe it's just because Metroid Prime already has a number, so it seems more normalized. Who knows? I don't know, but yeah, I agree with what I, I, I would like to see that too. I definitely agree, and I definitely think that I could, I could see an early 2022 release. Um, I mean, Breath of the Wild came out around the same time In that March year, 2022. Yeah, yep. so yeah. yeah,
0: I think that's gonna happen. All right, you you got anything you want to bat my way?
1: Oh uh, man, um, so I'm gonna go with one that, I'm, cause I have a couple of these predictions, but now as I look at them, like they're not really predictions; they're more like stuff I just <laughs> kind of want to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I do think that we're gonna get both uh, Smash reveals. Well, I don't know what you okay. think about this. Okay. I think we're gonna get both of them. I, I was i'm not really sure like i think people aren't certain obviously they're not certain we have no idea of like are we gonna get both smash like the final two fighters of the, of the second fighters pass we're we gonna get the last two remaining or we're we gonna get just one and i think it's a guarantee that we're getting just one like all right we're getting at least one at least one like that's 100 like there's no way you have any three without a smash reveal i mean it's like tradition yeah uh but to have two i i still think that's possible i think that they could show us a reveal for a character that comes out not too long after e3 or you know sometime at the end of the summer and then they have their next character that comes out during the holiday season uh reason i think that is number one they probably number one they've done double character reveals before not only just during around the same time but they've literally had trailers where multiple characters were revealed uh e3 in 2019 yeah and and ken same trailer so like i could definitely see that happening Number two, I feel like Master Chief is one of those characters, and I think he's going to be the the last character revealed uh, to coincide with the release of Halo Infinite at the end of the year, which would be around November. And three, I do think that there's going to be a Fighters Pass 3. So I think the... Where normally they would be have you know they would save one character for hype later. I think they're revealing the two characters now, and then later in the year you have the hype for the one remaining character, and then they're going to announce the third fighter's pass, and that's going to be the extra thing you're hyped for, rather than like the other character you might not know about. So um, that's that's kind of that's how I'm looking at it. I do think we're going to get two Smash reveals. I also think Nintendo is again going to try to win and steal the show. And no better way to do that than showing off two Smash Bros. characters. So that's how I'm feeling. Which characters they are, I that might be a separate prediction. I don't know if you have any guesses on those, but I I for me I, I do, and, okay. and it's
0: not a sexy one.
1: Okay, well for me it's, it's not, it, no. for me it's Master Chief, and then I don't care it could be the Burger King for the second one for all I care. So uh, uh would be awesome. <laughs> I would I'd be down for that. <laughs> He's a video game character, you know, so he could work.
0: How about that new KFC console, by the way?
1: Oh my god. Are you getting it? I, I don't know. I'm more of a Popeye's guy, to be honest. Really? Wow, I don't let him hear you say that. But, uh, yeah. I, it's like, it's weird, because it's not, it's obviously not like a, it's not like a stove, or like a fryer, or anything. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like a warmer, it's like a heat lamp. It just uses, like, the heat generated from, you know, the, the computer, or the console, or whatever it is, to, like, warm. I don't know, so you're getting, like, dusty PC fan <laughs> warming up your, <laughs> your chicken? <laughs> like, I don't know, I guess that's, I have no idea, but, might be a funny gift for someone.
0: Um, all right, so I am, I'm with you. I, I, I mean, it's a guarantee. I think that we're getting at least one Smash reveal. Um, the question is if they're gonna do what they did in 2019 or not, where they kick off the direct with a Smash trailer and then they end the direct with the Smash trailer. Of course, they did the Hero and Banjo Kazooie there. I think that that's possible. I'm gonna err on the side of caution and say that I think we're only gonna get one. Um, I could very well see us getting one Smash character and then the announcement that there is going to be a Fighter Pass 3. I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we're definitely going to get one. We talked about it a few weeks ago. I think that it's going to be Ryu Hayabusa. Uh, oh, not right, exactly yeah. a sexy pick, but I, I really do think that it makes a lot of sense. And I, I don't think anyone would be particularly mad at this. Um, I, I think that everyone, I think that everyone more or less would either be like, really hyped or indifferent at worst. So I, I think that this is a good pick. Um, you might get the the occasional guy out there that's like, ugh, another swordsman, but, I mean, whatever. He has roots with Nintendo. Uh, Kui Temko has a great relationship right now with Nintendo. I think uh, Ryu makes a lot of sense. So I could see that kicking off the show.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I Ryu has been up there for contenders for a spot for me for a while. Uh, a friend of mine, Dre, uh, what's good, Dre? Uh, he definitely is a big Ryu Hayabusa, you know, proponent, and rightfully so. Not only would he bring a lot of cool music to Smash, but would be a really cool character. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I always thought he'd be more like Sheik, but I mean, Sheik with a sword sounds really scary. <laughs> Make character really good. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Like you said, really good, you know, dev publisher relationship. Obviously, you know, history with Nintendo would be a cool character inclusion, kind of like a a, a gamers gamer kind of character. Not really one that's like. You know Minecraft Steve, but might be more like a, a Terry kind of pick. Not, I mean, I would those those games. I mean, Ninja Gaiden is a very pop, you know, popular series, but maybe not the most mainstream these days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Still, I think it'd be a good pick and would be a cool character to add. So, I'd be down for that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a safe one. I, you know what? Speaking of uh, Temko, I'm gonna sneak a, a quick prediction in here, but I, I think it's basically a lock that the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity DLC is going to get shadow dropped uh, during E3. Oh. I, I think that that's almost like a guarantee.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a bunch more. I, I mean, do you think they might even announce a new Warriors game entirely? <laughs> Give us Animal Crossing Warriors? i be down for that. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do think that another popular series, I think we're going to get a new Fire Emblem game. I think there's a good chance of that. I, I don't, when was the last when was the last one we got? Was it Three Houses? I think uh,
0: Three Houses in 2019. Yeah, August of 2019.
1: I feel like that's enough. I, I can see that. I can think that's enough time for another Fire Emblem to at least get announced. You know, considering how popular the series has been as of late, I, I definitely think, and and I feel like we haven't even heard of a new Fire Emblem or really anything Fire Emblem related in a little while. So it's a franchise that has a lot of momentum, a lot of popularity. Yeah. And yeah, why not totally. make another game?
0: Yeah, that kind of uh, that kind of bleeds into... I had a prediction that we're going to see another first party game announced for the fall. So I said Samus, or Metroid rather, 2D Metroid is coming out in September. I think that they they don't have an October game as far as I'm aware. So I, I feel like there's going to be an announcement of like a, kind of like a B-tier series. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I wouldn't necessarily say Fire Emblem is a B-tier series, but like maybe if they remade, there's been rumblings that they're going to remake like, Path of Radiance, the GameCube game. I could see that as, like, a kind of a B-tier release. Like, it's not a new game, it's an old game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, a B-tier series coming out in that October time slot. And I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe it would be, like, Advance Wars or, or Star Fox or... Like, I has kind of been making the rounds, but I, I feel like if they're putting feelers out now, then that's probably development hasn't started yet, so... Um, but, but, like, a series like that, I think we're going to see something announced for october yeah uh, in in uh you know that kind of a series
1: yeah i can see that I, i've heard there might be a new like maybe a new kirby game could be coming Ugh. <laughs> maybe that yeah, could probably be maybe a, a kirby game i'd want to play that'd be nice that'd be a good prediction you know
0: i i tried not to read the e3 predictions from our listeners um, but I, I did unfortunately see something about a new kirby game and i just like i saw it and i was like Ugh. yeah i yeah. hate kirby I hate <laughs> kirby hate kirby Why? You know what? It's funny. I hate Kirby directly almost because of Metroid. Because for the longest time... like, So so I've been through like three big Metroid droughts in my life now. And for the longest time, I'm like, why can't they just make a new Metroid game? You've got Nintendo. They make these crappy Kirby games every year, it seems. And every game has a different gimmick. In one game, you're a ball of yarn. One game, you're a robot. One game, you're riding on stars. One game... Like... Every game has a different gimmick. They're never good. They never sell particularly well, but they keep on making these Kirby games because Nintendo's like, yo, Kirby's cute. We like Kirby. We understand Kirby. But they won't make Metroid games because they don't understand Metroid. And you know, on a on a per title average basis, I the last time I researched this, granted, this is a few years ago, but the last time I researched this, the average sale for your average Kirby game is is about the same as your average Metroid game. So it's like, God, just stop making these crappy Kirby games and make something else, you know?
1: I mean, so, I guess, yeah, but from their perspective, they're probably like, it's way easier to to animate this ball and make a game I, yeah. <laughs> than I know. doing a Metroid I know. game.
0: <laughs> I, just, I just hate Kirby. I, I, I don't know what to say. I hate Kirby.
1: Well, I'm not a big Kirby fan myself, so I'm not going to go to bat for him. But I do think we will get a new Kirby game uh i think a new fire emblem game could be likely uh and then obviously there have been rumors of like you know there might be a new mario kart a new mario party that'd be cool i'd really love a new wario game though i don't know if that's i feel like that's something that's kind of just a pipe dream that
0: oh i i think that'll happen i just don't think, think it's so? quite ready yet yeah i, I think don't so. know I, just, I think for sure i
1: think it's one of those games that like it just comes up before e3 and people get excited and then it doesn't really come to fruition and people kind of stop talking about it till the next year. Like, you know, um, Mario Strikers, a game I would love you that know, never you, comes up.
0: I could see a new Mario Strikers, actually. I, you know, I, I want to touch on a couple games that you brought up, actually, because I, I remembered that I forgot to. Um, I don't think that we're going to get a new Mario Kart. I I just feel like that's not... uh, I don't know. Not not worth it, isn't what I'm trying to say. But, like, yeah. Mario Kart 8 is so strong already that I feel like they don't need that. And, like, if you're going to launch a new console, like, launch it with a Mario Kart game, and, and you're going to set it off to the right start... I could have seen a new Mario Party, but they just gave the old Mario Party like a free um, online update. So I I don't know. I think that's why I we think might see gonna one. Do that.
1: I think that's why we might see one. I think they they are testing it out for the new game. Uh, maybe by putting. I, it on I could there. see them
0: maybe doing something to sell the current Mario Party. You know what I mean? Like maybe like DLC or something. I don't know.
1: Maybe I I I I genuinely think that they're done with the game because I think like. They didn't hardcore promote that onli- new online feature. I think it, like it was just a tweet. Like I would say most people wouldn't have even known about it, un- yeah. you know, like unless someone told them or they follow them on Twitter or they're on Twitter or whatever. So like, I I, I get the feeling that like Nintendo like trying to test out more online features because they're trying to come out with some new online compatible games because they like see the potential. And, like they see like that's uh, like got to doing more online stuff and i think like they're making a new mario they mario kart yeah mario kart's doing so well they don't even need to make a new one but i could still see them making a new one but i think mario a new mario party that like takes advantage of like their new online stuff could could make sense or maybe like an upgraded expansion a super duper mario party or like some kind of dlc like you said yeah i could i could see that but you you by the way you you mentioned something i feel like we got to go into this prediction here so i don't know if you were about to but you you did kind of touch on this quickly unless you have other predictions, but oh, do you- I have one more game prediction okay. that I want to touch on before okay. we go to where I
0: think you're going. Okay. You mentioned Splatoon three. I actually don't think that we're going to see Splatoon three D three.
1: Really? Okay. I,
0: I think that that game is probably, I don't know, like at least I, I think like August of 2022 might be realistic. Really? And-
1: that seems so far away. It seems almost, it seems ready to go. Well, so I'm putting
0: my timeline together here, and I'm thinking, like, okay, so we've got Pokemon in November, we've got something in December, probably not Splatoon, but we've got Pokemon again in January, that Arceus game, which, who knows, maybe that lends credence to your Prime Metroid Prime 2D Metroid theory, I don't know, but then you've got... I, I think that we're gonna have Breath of the Wild 2 in March, so, like, maybe... I don't know, I mean, maybe June, July, August, like, somewhere in that time frame, like, basically... In time for next E3 to, like, really go deep dive into Splatoon 3 is when I think that, you know, they're going to really focus on that.
1: I don't know. I, f- I feel like Nintendo isn't that afraid of, like, releasing games close to each other, as you might think. Because I think that the Switch just has such a huge install base now that, like, there's so... Like, you can still sell so many copies of a game, even if some other people might not check it out immediately because they're playing something else at the time, right? I mean, like you said, you know, Legends... You know, the new Pokemon Legends game, that's not coming out too much, you know, after the other Pokemon games, so I feel, but that's Pokemon still, but but still, I, I don't think it, like, the Switch is so big, and, and having, I think having a quantity of games is really important, in terms of, like, franchise-like stability, and quality, and, and, and all of that and like even just perception of it too. Like one of the things like the sucks about Metroid is that there are no games on the Switch other than like Super Metroid and Nintendo online. I just feel like it's just not a good look and like if you could just stack it with a couple games like sure like not everyone's going to get any like all of them or most of them but they might at least get one and i think that might be good enough. So i, I don't know. I, I I Splatoon in that way, i don't know what they'll do, but i don't know if they're going to wait that much longer cuz it's been a while since the last Splatoon game. The game doesn't really look like it's like, like that uh, like needs that. I mean, I guess they just showed us they didn't show us that much, but the game doesn't look that much different than Splatoon Two to me. So I feel like if they're not doing that much that would require that much more time, where it needs to release another year and a half out or something like that. I, I this seems to me either a holiday 2021 game or an early 2022 game. So I think we'll see it.
0: I, I think they already said it's coming out in 2022. Oh, did
1: they? Oh, Okay, so then uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Okay, so then take it back. So then yeah, I mean maybe we'll hmm. Then maybe it is a holiday twenty twenty two. I don't know. It just when I looked at it, it didn't really like wow me. So I'm like wow, the, the, like I can't imagine it taking that much longer for it to come out. But maybe that's just me.
0: Um, all right. Well, let's let's move on to what I think you were about to move on to.
1: Okay. Well, what do you think I was going to move on to? Since you put it that way.
0: I I thought you were going to move on to hardware. But do we have any more games oh, we need to talk, to I, talk about?
1: No. I was gonna. I mean, the only other thing is, I know there's a rumor of the the new Donkey Kong game coming out. I mean, that's not really a prediction. That's like a rumor now. I'm just excited. I hope that comes out. I hope that happens. I would love a new DK game, especially a new 3D DK game. But yes, hardware. The question, do you think we're seeing the Switch Pro at E3 or before even E3? Well, that's actually almost two predictions, but I guess we'll just stick to like, are you thinking we're actually going to see a Switch Pro at E3?
0: No, no, I do not. I don't think we're going to see it at E3. I don't think we're going to see it before E3. Okay, why How about not? that? Why not? Um, I, I'm not as confident that we're not going to see it before E3. That, that just seems weird to me that we wouldn't like, if they're going to show it, that they would show it just like sandwich it in. I mean, like we got a week to go till E3, right? Like yep. you'd want like a buildup of at least a day or two. If you're Nintendo to like, say, Hey, we have this thing that we want to show off. Um, I just don't see it happening. And I, I don't really have any good logic to base this on. My gut says no. um, you know the switch got its own general direct presentation, and I think that that worked pretty well for for what they were doing. i think that yeah i mean it, Nintendo has shown off hardware before at e three they showed off the Wii u they showed off the d s they they've you know they've showed off a few things, but I think that i don't know i just i just don't i don't see it happening i i think that if it's gonna happen and it probably will but i think that it will be its own general direct that'll be something much like the initial switch like presentation was i don't know if you remember that when they had like that big mario was pulling the curtain back thing i i think that they would just do that for for the the switch pro so yeah i, I don't i don't think we're going to see it
1: i don't know if they would do a whole presentation like they did for the switch originally just for the switch pro it's not like it's a whole new console just like an upgraded console so i don't know if that's like the right connection cuz that, I mean, they were V. Inv- when,
0: when I say presentation, I'm I mean like they could tweet out like like a video and say like, hey, we got this Switch Pro thing coming out and like it's coming out in a couple months. Like I think it would be I think it's going to be more similar to what they did with the Switch Lite than it's going to be to what they did with like the Switch. You know what I mean?
1: I I don't know because like the Switch Lite is something that would come out unceremoniously because it's cheaper. They'd want to put more emphasis on something that's likely going to cost more because they have more incentive to do that because they want to sell something that costs more to people. So. I, I don't know. I d- definitely disagree with that. Uh, I mean, if they're going to do something, it's going to be big for for the Switch Pro if it exists or whatever. But I do think we're going to see it at E3 for sure. There, were a lot of to- there was a lot of talk of, like, we were going to get a presentation for it before E3. That way, like, all of the studios and whatever, they could all show off their Switch Pro versions of the games at E3. But they could easily just do that at E3 by showing off the Switch Pro at the beginning of the presentation. Oh, yeah. And then just showing off footage there from switch pro so i don't i don't, I never really i mean i kind of just bought into the hype because i wanted to see some something <laughs> but like i never really thought like it made much sense that they would do a separate presentation for the switch pro just because they needed to show the switch pro first before they showed off the footage of those games at e3 and they could just do it at the same time so i didn't buy into that part but i do think we're going to see a switch pro at e3 it seems like it exists to some degree just uh, so some yeah. like mass conspiracy rumors but and like fakes and fake information but it seems like it exists i feel like e3 makes the most sense so that's exactly where they would do it they don't need to kind of do a whole different presentation because it is its own thing but it's still big and or it's like it's 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 not a whole new console but it's still big enough of an upgrade to get a big spot at e3 and like i honestly think could even kick off the show or maybe come right after like the, the smash reveal at the beginning or whatever i definitely think that's like a big thing they're gonna do again i really think nintendo's gonna pull out all the stops this year what better way to do that show off all these new games and then show off all those new games enhanced on the switch pro you can buy them on your switch but you can get them on the switch pro where they look way better and run way better so i think that's really what they're i think they're gonna run with that i hope so but i think that makes i think that makes a lot of sense i don't think they would do their own uh presentation but it's still important enough to include it in something like E3. E3 seems like the perfect time. And that seems like there are a lot of games on the way that would benefit from a Switch Pro. So I'm not sure why they would really delay on, on revealing it past E3. Uh, yeah,
0: you know, um, my, my gut says no. But I mean, like, if it happened, like, the scenario that you just laid out doesn't sound impossible at all. Like, if, if that happened, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me. I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. I just don't see it happening for for whatever reason. My my gut's just saying no. I think they're gonna hold off and they're going to. I don't know. I, I I'm not sure that it's gonna be like this big, massive upgrade like everybody thinks it is. Maybe it will be, and I'm just out to lunch. It's just like, and you know what? Nintendo has done that before with the new three DS and and whatnot. So, I yeah I don't know. I I just I don't think it's gonna be something that was as celebrated as like when the ps4 pro came out or uh whatever the xbox one was called what was that called project scorpio or whatever
1: what the series whatever
0: the the series x xbox by the way is that the new xbox together Uh, yeah no whatever i don't even know dude (laughs) the xbox pro x whatever whatever the hell it was. i have no
1: idea Um, oh yeah it was like that pro asset i dude yeah but like that like (laughs) i don't even know like but like yeah i i don't know um I, it just, it feels like it makes sense to me because the, like the Switch is still at, I mean, it's not that necessarily this is the peak of its popularity overall, like it could easily be even more popular next year or whatever, but the Switch is, is like as popular as it really has ever been. And I feel like that's really one of the best times to introduce like even more options with the base console because the people who are most interested in this the console are still around and playing it and they might still be motivated to get an upgraded version. Whereas I feel like if you release an upgraded version of a console too late in its lifespan, people have kind of gotten their use out of the system and don't have as much incentive to upgrade it. That's why I never really got a new 3DS besides the fact that there weren't any many games that really used it, but I'd already put so much time into my DS at that point and my 3DS at that point that like the the upgrades that came with the 3DS even though they were good didn't like so much time had passed that there, there was diminishing effects. So I feel like if they come out of Switch Pro, if they come out a Switch Pro, Th- two or three years down the line from now, whereas rather than this year or next year, I might just be like, I'll just wait for the next the next Nintendo console. Why am I getting a Switch Pro? because if I get a Switch Pro this year or next year, I'll still have a good amount of time with it before inevitably the next Nintendo console comes out. So I think that's also kind of how I'm looking at it. But I I, I still think Nintendo is really going to try to st- completely steal this show and and literally throw at like to demolish everybody like we got new metroid new halo or (laughs) if nintendo had new halo that'd be crazy new metroid new zelda new mario new dk new poke all this new system new everything i no one's going to be talking about anything else that's what i would be doing if i were nintendo
0: you know you know something that you just said that i could actually see is like so obviously there have been there have been rumors and leaks about this switch pro for like absolutely forever I actually don't think that it's impossible that this supposed Switch Pro is just like the next console, like the next Switch, and mm. it's gonna have the same concept. It's gonna have the same gimmick, but it's just gonna be able to do like 4K and it'll have uh, 60 frames per second. It'll 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 be like an upgraded hardware. I actually do not that, that what a Switch Pro is
1: impossible. Isn't that what the well I mean, yeah, I but like we're but talking about the same I think,
0: thing. So so maybe what what I'm saying is like this: what we're talking, what we think is the Switch Pro. To, to put it into a PlayStation analogy, we, we think that we've been talking about the PlayStation 4 Pro when maybe what we've actually been talking about is the PlayStation 5. And the PlayStation 5, which is the quote-unquote Switch Pro in this case, is just really an enhanced, if it ain't broke, don't fix it version of the Switch. Does that make sense? Um. I mean... I'm saying that's a possibility. Yes and... Uh, I, yeah, I don't think I, it's
1: impossible. No, I mean, I get, yeah, I get that. I mean, yes and no, because, like... I mean, just, like, an upgrade... Like, I don't know if they would be releasing, like, an upgrade version so much that it would be a whole new console. I don't think that. Like, and, and, and you know Nintendo. Like, they re- when they release a new console, like, it has a whole new gimmick. <laughs> like, it has a whole new thing going yeah. on. Whereas, like, PlayStation is just a better PlayStation. Xbox is just a better Xbox. Like, even the Wii U to the Wii was... I mean, it was really just a better wii and the wii was really just a better gamecube but the wii had the wii remotes the wii u had the tablet and all that i really don't think that they would release a new console that's still essentially the switch like it would have to have a completely different gimmick or something like that because that's just what nintendo does and what they've literally been doing since the since the wii since like so long ago so i really don't think that it would i think it would be the switch pro not only that but like the switch itself has such a brand recognition like i don't think they would ever try to stymie that by adding like an, a, something that is perceived as an upgrade, rather than like a, an an all, an another option to the established Switch, rather than a, a new a new console, I, I feel like the former is way more likely than the latter. Um, I do think it'll be a significant upgrade, but not to the point where like they're marketing as a whole new system and blah blah. blah. Like I just feel like that would be that would make no sense whatsoever. Completely undercut the momentum the Switch has, and w- I don't know why they would do that. It's like their most successful let, system. So
0: let, let's put it this way. I feel like if the Switch Pro comes out and like it's it's what we think it's gonna be, then the next like Nintendo console isn't coming out for like another five years. after.
1: I that. agree, and I think that's exactly what's gonna yeah. happen because why would they come out with a old new console? They just upgrade the Switch, you know. Like that's the thing. Well, they don't. They and, don't need so to at come that out with point, it's really un-
0: semantics whether you want to call it like the. Go back to my PlayStation analogy. It's rather semantics if you want to call it the PS4 Pro or the PlayStation Five. Well, no,
1: because the PS the PS Five is still a pretty significant upgrade from the base PS Four, and even the PS. 4 Pro, I would say. Like, I mean, it runs completely different games. It has complete. I mean, it has much more upgraded specs than the PS4 Pro to the P- the original PS or PS4. So, like, I I would I still think there's a, a separation there. Like, you you're and again, I don't think like Nintendo would just be releasing a whole new console or calling it something different. If they're releasing a new console, it would have a new gimmick. Even if they super upgraded the switch, like the switch to the point where it might even look spec wise like a different console if it still is the same gimmick i think they're still going to call it the switch or they'll just give it a different name so or like a you know they'll call it the switch pro or the super switch or whatever so, like I, I really like think if they're I would coming love up, the super switch yeah, super switch makes sense you know I, that's cool yeah like I, li- I actually like that you know super switch some i mean it's gonna have the name of switch in it obviously and i don't see why they would ever c- try to stray away from that i think they're just i think honestly it's not gonna be too much of an upgrade you know better resolution 60 frames per second you know, maybe consistent frame rates on or better, you know, graphics on handheld mode, better online, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Like nothing where it's like, OK, it's com- playing completely different games and it's completely different features and, and it's a significant upgrade. But it's still it's like I, I definitely think it's more of a PS4 Pro to the PS4 than it is like the PS4, PS5 to the PS Pro, or PS4 Pro. God damn it. These names. <laughs> 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 Ugh.
0: At least we're at least we're not talking Xbox here for God's sake. Well, oh, the Xbox they could just called the Xbox
1: Seven Twenty and Ten Eighty. They just kept doing that. It would have been cool, but no, they got to do nah, that Xbox cool. One and blah blah blah. Ugh, lame. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the, the one right now is the worst. The Series X, Series S. Series oh my God,
1: whatever. it's such a mess. I'm it's like, just bad. give me the games on PC. I'm not even gonna bother.
0: Um. All right, let's let's quickly just like very quickly run over some uh, listener predictions here. Yes. We, we could just give a like a quick yay or nay if we agree with them here. Okay. Um, Chris06 says that uh, uh, they think it's likely. Actually, they didn't say that. They they just said there's been rumors about Kirby finally getting his first 3D platformer. You know what I think of that?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. I think that there's. Uh, getting his, uh, see, I didn't see this. I thought it was, I just think there might be a new 2D game. I didn't really even think about it beyond that. Um, Chris is saying there might be getting his first 3D platformer, that would be interesting. I would like to see how they would do a 3D platformer. I think that's the thing is that Kirby games are always 2D and they just, I don't know, like Return to Dreamland wasn't like I'm, I'm more of like if they're gonna do a 2D Kirby, like Canvas Curse is my kind of 2D Kirby. Like, I love that game, it's really cool and unique. So if they're gonna do a three D platformer Kirby, I really hope there's a really cool, unique gimmick. I'd love to see what they come up with. So I'd be down for this, and I and I could see it happening.
0: Uh, Cap says uh, they think Metroid Five will happen, uh, so we've talked about that. New Kirby is likely. Ugh. <laughs> um, Breath of the Wild Two trailer, uh, a teaser for Monolith Soft's next game. Oh yeah. So maybe Xenoblade Chronicles Three or not? I you know what? I could see that actually. I could see that. Uh, Xenoblade 2 released what like forever 2017 at this point and then Xenoblade released in 2020 I yeah I could see that yeah I could see that yeah I get uh, that. I, and what about a Bayonetta 3 teaser you think we're seeing that
1: I have no idea man uh but I don't I don't think so I, I mean I'm not a Bayonetta fan so I'm not really living or dying on that but I I don't know like I they haven't I mean they, that game didn't even get like a development update like Prime 4 did we just <laughs> all we know is it exists maybe we have no idea, so I I don't know if Mayaneta three showed up. That'd be really crazy. Uh, Cap also mentions um, SMT five, which I believe there was actually like a leak or rumor in the since they posted this yes. in Discord that 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 actually might be happening. So, uh, well, spoilers. I, but I've yeah. never played uh,
0: Shin Megami Tensei, but I I know a lot of people really like it. I actually don't really know what that series is about, so I I would check it out if there was uh, yeah you know if there's you know what would be really really cool this is a deep cut actually but speaking of monolith soft man if they release like a xeno saga trilogy pack oh my god that would be awesome
1: they got god, that'd be a, good. yeah or they just like make a new like xeno gear game <laughs> like just just go oh, oh, all yeah, the way back right. to oh, that <laughs> like a
0: remake of, of xeno gears that would be oh or hmm, just like a sequel just like a
1: new one i don't know Oh yeah, that'd be cool. You know,
0: I I never got to play the original one. That's one of the the few PlayStation RPGs that I just haven't got to yet. So I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Duminal has a couple here. So he thinks that uh, Challenger Pack Ten is a, a lock, which we do as well, and yep. Breath of the Wild Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's all about new 2D Metroid, a new Donkey Kong title. Uh, he also mentions uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, what about No More Heroes Three? Oh yeah, I feel like that's I feel like that's fairly likely
1: didn't that already come see that. did that not come out already or uh, that no, was there was Travis like a phone game or something yeah that,
0: that was like a different kind of game okay
1: yeah Um uh, and then and then
0: the first two were just released on the switch as well
1: right yeah i could see that yeah I, I could see that this is a game where like you just kind of show off like a short trailer or something and like a release date maybe yeah i could see that
0: um, okay, so he mentions, I talked about this more on my Zelda podcast here, but Doom mentions that maybe Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD bundle hmm. uh, is a coin toss to happen. I say no, that ain't gonna happen.
1: Yeah, why would they bundle Wind Waker and Twilight Princess together? I don't I don't see that happening. I could see them releasing those games eventually on the Switch. Um, I mean, personally, I would love to play Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on my Switch, or at least have them available. So. But I don't think they'd do it as a bundle.
0: And, well, people say Bundle because they just came out for the Wii U, and people don't want to buy them individually again, which I totally get. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't think I would.
1: The Nintendo doesn't care. They're going to release them separately. Yeah, separate Nintendo doesn't thing. care. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, okay, so new Kirby title, we talked about that. New WarioWare title, we talked about that. Mario Party, we talked about that. Uh, okay, he's he's going in on a Metroid Prime 4 gameplay review. There we go. That's very bold. Nice. And... I like this. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle sequel. Yes. I love this game. This game is so good.
1: I think this is a very, very good and strong prediction. Uh, As far as I know, the Mario and Rabbids games have been received very, very well. I've played them a little bit. I don't own them, but I've played them, and they're pretty fun, pretty cool. And they kind of feel like, I don't know, light XCOM kind of games, but they're more fun and, and laid back and chill. So they 're actually pretty creative I've had some fun and they have some good like twists on that kind of style of strategy game so and obviously including you know Mario and like DK characters like that's always fun and honestly I never expected the rabbits to come as far as they have <laughs> I really haven't uh, all the yeah, way all the way yeah, back yeah that then. was that was a really solid yeah. and surprising game
0: yeah uh, it really I'm was surprising they haven't already made a sequel actually
1: yeah I think we could definitely see a sequel showed the c3
0: uh, okay, I'm gonna skip over the rest of his stuff. We'll just focus on Nintendo here. Papa Rick, what's up, Papa? He says uh, that uh, this is a, a cool suggestion. Actually, one of the one of his predictions. He thinks we're getting both Smash Bros. Fighter. He thinks Eggman and Raymond.
1: Oh, Jesus. I
0: could see I could see Raymond maybe. I'd be I think that Rick Eggman would be kind of lame.
1: Eggman would be so lame. Oh my God! Please don't put Eggman Jesus. in this game. I don't want any lame Sonic characters. If you're putting in a Sonic character. Give me Shadow, otherwise I don't care.
0: No, if you're putting in a Sonic character, you've got to put in Tails. What? Tails is character. such a loser. That's the oh only god. character. god.
1: Give me Shadow. Shadow's cool.
0: That was the best part of the Sonic movies when Tails showed up at the end. That's the only time I popped.
1: Shadow is literally the only Sonic character I care about and is the only one that matters. Shadow the Hedgehog is a masterpiece. That's the only character I want in Smash from those games. In fact, if they could remove Sonic and replace him with Shadow, I would be very happy. Um, Rayman, though, I would be down for. He would be cool.
0: Um, alright, I'm just, uh, scrolling through here. Wow! Quest Boy, shout out to Quest. He, hey. he was killing it with that Metroid uh, artwork. Did it every day, by the way. He said he also throws out Eggman as a character, so yeah. the Eggman train is rolling here. Uh, hopefully <laughs> he down the hill into, egg.
1: like, a canyon, into a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Never to be seen again.
0: Oh, my. Um, alright, so not... Not a bunch of... Well, he actually... He also says Crash Bandicoot, and I... I'd be down for Crash. I don't know about that. I... I, I could see it, maybe, but... Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's impossible, because I don't think anything is impossible for Smash, but I think that Master Chief is more likely than Crash. How about that?
1: I agree with that. I think the ship kind of sailed for Crash. Like, he seems like a character that kind of should have been in the games already, if he isn't, but... Nintendo is weird with like the timing of its like DLC characters. Like, so it doesn't really matter like when they come out sometimes in relation to the games they appeared in. But I also feel like Crash would kind of be weird as like one of the last two characters. At the same time though, Nintendo yeah. the last Fighter Pass ended with Bilith, so like Nintendo clearly doesn't care about that. <laughs> so I would imagine they would want to put like more hype characters. I don't know if Crash would be that hype. He would be kind of hype, and I would. Th- I. I y- you know cool. what though. But
0: remember the first. Uh, better than Eggman. Remember the ballot character for Smash Four ended with Bayonetta, and I thought that that was pretty underwhelming.
1: Yeah, I honestly I barely remember like that that whole if, ballot series. If they would have series. switched
0: Bayonetta and Cloud Strafe, my God, you could have ended better than Cloud Strafe.
1: Yeah, that's true, but I think Cloud getting in any other way and how he did come in was still really hype, so I'm okay with it.
0: Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, just saying. Okay, one last one, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Draconic Quest actually has some really cool predictions here that are, I think, all of them are feasible. Uh, first is Arms Two, yep. which I feel like that's like not impossible at all. I don't. I can see it. that happening.
1: I, I I'm not gonna play it, but yes, I was. That was actually something that I had on on. Almost, I think I almost put it on my list, but then I didn't because I didn't want to like will it into existence. And like put those words to like the text form into <laughs> the text pad, to the notepad. But yes, I do think another arms game is likely. I think we could see it this E3.
0: Um, one thing that you did have on your list was Kid Icarus. Yeah. Uh, they say that there is a possibility for a new Kid Icarus game. I I could see that as uh, as a possibility. I I could also see them porting over Kid Icarus Uprising because I'm not sure hmm. that a ton of people played that for 3ds. Interesting yeah, idea. I, I could see that. Yeah,
1: I, I think Kid Icarus has a lot of legs. I honestly think they could, like, give it an, a Fire Emblem treatment to an extent in some kind of ways and, and anime it up a little bit. But I feel like the franchise has legs. I'm That
0: is that is anime to the hat. Yeah. Like, that is, oh.
1: I mean, I mean, people like that stuff, though. So, you know, if the... it helps a Fire Emblem. I really think they could do that for almost any franchise that has, like, human characters, human-ish characters like, in imagine... it.
0: Imagine... Imagine, too, if they, so Kid Icarus Uprising I actually thought was kind of a train wreck, but the first two Kid Icarus games are, like, really solid Metroidvania games. If they went back to that formula, mm, that could be something really special.
1: See, I I actually, yeah, I I, kind of disagree. I like Uprising, and I like that style of game, and I want them to go back to that. I kind of think, like, the the more, like, larger-scale action on-rails shooter style works really well. I think it would work, work well on the Switch as a portable game. Is you know it's something that like really doesn't require that much like skill to play it's kind of like a light like you know on-rail shooter kind of jump in jump out um not a crazy story i i think that would work perfectly for the switch library and it wouldn't be a game that nintendo would have to put like a ton of resources into just to, like make a new kid icarus game so yeah I, I i don't know if they would go back to the metroidvania style because i i don't know like they didn't go back to that style when they remade the games to the ds so i think they would kind of stick with the new style
0: even the new style, I feel like, because the, the 3DS, unless you had the new 3DS, didn't have dual analog to support that, which I, I thought was just awkward. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like that alone would, would make it a lot better. Um, Two other uh, two other quick things here that uh, ChronoQuest Quest has in their prediction. A new Star Fox game, mm. which, you know what? I could see a lot of people kind of beat up on the idea that Star Fox is getting a new game. But, I mean, obviously Nintendo is about this series... I think we talked actually we talked about in chat not in not on the show we talked about in chat I could legitimately see the making new Star Fox it's like it's kind of like new Super Mario Bros there's 40 levels you go through them you fly (laughs) through you got your you got your buddies it's classic Star Fox and like you know once you get to the end of your 40 levels you're done and I feel like that's all people want they just want like nice simple clean Star Fox levels
1: yeah, you know, I've been, so this whole episode, I've been like, yes, we're going to see this, I want to see this, I want to see that. I think this is the one thing I think we're not going to see. <laughs> I really don't think we're going to see Star Fox, unfortunately. I I don't know what it is. It just doesn't seem like there. I haven't heard a single rumor about it. I don't feel like there's any talk about the franchise. I feel like it kind of was really left on a sour note last time. It feels like Nintendo doesn't really know what to do with the franchise or its characters. It's in like that kind of weird spot where like, it's not like super cartoony and like childlike. So it's not like Mario or Animal Crossing or Pokemon, but it's not like harder, like more. I mean, it's more, it's not as more serious sci fi than like Metroid is or more serious like fantasy like or Zelda, even Zelda is. At this point. Yeah. So yeah. like it's in this weird spot where like I don't know what they're really going for for the series, what the tone is, what kind of niche or it fills or what audience it's going for. And I think maybe Nintendo like. It's kind of trying to figure that out. So I don't know if they figured that out just yet. Obviously, I have no idea. They could usually surprise us. But I, I'm going to say we're not going to see a Star Fox game. I think there's so many other games that we're going to see that they... I don't know if they're going to prioritize showing off a Star Fox game. Maybe we'll see. Maybe it'll get the Samus Returns treatment and it'll get a, a little oh. treehouse segment. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. But I don't know. I mean, I hate to say that because I, I like Star Fox. and I really think the franchise is cool. Uh, a new, new Star Fox would be funny. But I, I, Nintendo is always one of those, I mean, how many times have we heard this? Where, like, they don't make a new game because they haven't thought of the right idea. Where, like, anybody can come up with a good idea for these franchises, but Nintendo has to do it their way. And, like, I just feel like they haven't figured out, like, what that good idea is to bring Star Fox back. Where, like, they, like, what is Star Fox going to do that's different that we need to bring it back for? Um, and I'm wondering what that would be. So, I, I mean, I would like to see a new Star Fox game, but I, I don't think we're going to see one this E3.
0: I mean I, I don't either. But I'm not gonna say it's impossible. I, I think that there's a chance you know, there are those rumors forever that Retro was working on Star Fox Grand Prix, whatever that game was. Oh yeah, was I forgot or about was, that. Or the whatever, racing game so.
1: or something. That would be see, that would be kinda cool, yeah. but like at that point why don't just make a F Zero game. I think they should really yeah, I
0: mean exactly.
1: I think they gotta go back to the, the open, like worldish Star Fox like the Star Fox adventures style where like you can go on foot and then like get out of your vehicle and all that, and like fly in the air and maybe do some stuff on the ground. I think that's where I, Star Fox I actually Fox thought would Star Fox well.
0: Assault was like a great game. Like that concept is yeah. what that game was based around, and it was really good. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know why people kind of beat up on it, but I don't know. I guess at the time, uh, okay, they last wanted last one Star here. Fox, yeah. I I could see I could see this happening. Um, actually, a hundred percent for sure. We talked about Monolith Soft's next game. I could absolutely see them porting xenoblade chronicles x to the nintendo switch in my mind xenoblade chronicles x is like the last great wii u game that is stuck on the titanic that is the wii u (laughs) so i i could see that i feel like that would be like an easier port to do and might fill that kind of b plus series that i was talking about quite nicely so i could see that
1: absolutely and i would love that because xenoblade uh, xenoblade chronicles x has big uh that's the one with the big mechs in it right and yeah,
0: it's awesome. It's a great game. I haven't
1: played it yet, and it's the only Xenoblade game that I've actually wanted to play, because it's the one that actually looks cool. So, I would love for them to, re- you know, re-release it on the Switch, because I would totally play it. So, yes, I would love to see that.
0: Yeah, there you go. I think it's my favorite uh, Xenoblade game, too. Um, Alright, well, that is uh, that is it for our E3 predictions. Yeah. Uh, we went long, but I had a lot of fun here, Dak, and we are one week away from the big show.
1: One week away, oh. man. I, I know we didn't get to the non-Nintendo predictions, but I feel like or a Metroid podcast—that's so probably okay. Uh, I, honestly, other than that, I'm just looking forward to Halo. I know there are some mentions of, you know, God of War, Wolfenstein, Starfield, maybe Elden Perfect Ring, Dark. Perfect Dark, New Tomb Raider. Maybe what if we get GTA Six? That would be. An absolute you know Mongo move, bro. That
0: that would be huge. But I feel like GTA Five is not; it's, it's still selling millions and millions. of It still makes copies, so much like... money.
1: They make so much money that I don't know. If, I don't think there'll ever be another GTA game. They're just gonna. It'll just be GTA Five forever. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to, hopefully, hopefully, you know, reveal of Halo multiplayer, maybe an infinite beta this summer. I don't know, but we had a ton of good predictions today uh i'm glad that we got into it at the beginning of the show we got that out of our system (laughs) and i'm i'm looking forward to to this this next coming week i I mean it's it's exciting because at the end of this when by the time this episode comes out we'll be literally a week away if not sooner from the nintendo direct a bunch of other news potentially so i who knows what's going to go down i can't wait
0: yep it's it's gonna be awesome and we'll of course be giving our next show is gonna be our reactions to what happens at e3 this could either be one of the greatest or one of the darkest days in metroid series history what will it be you will have to come and listen next week to find out Uh, let us know what you agree with disagree with what you want to see let's know over on discord where you can chat with dak and uh, myself and uh, the rest of our great community. And let us know over on Twitter, at Spateri316, at DaxCity underscore, and at Omega Metroid Pod. We are out of here. We would love if you guys would check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify. Subscribe and leave us that sweet five-star review if you think that we have earned it. We will see you back here next week, post E3.